Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome everybody to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 74 and I'm here with Pastor Adam. Hey, hey, I'm here. Um, and we're in a still kind, uh, kind of in a new series, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. It's like the second episode of a new series. So yeah. it's a newer series. This yeah. is not the first episode of that series. So if you have not heard the first episode that sets up this whole thing, we recommend going and listening to episode 73 yep. so that you'll have the full idea of what we're about to get into. We'll do a little bit to, of a we'll review. Right. Yeah, These kind of stand but, on their own. Right. But we'll give you some review. But right. but we really, the setup for this was really set mm-hmm. up in 73. Right. So it would be helpful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So do you want to give us a little bit of All a right. review? Because so I'm bad at those. I've tried okay. them before on this podcast. I don't, if you've heard me try to do a review of the series that we're in, it's pitiful. All right. So <laughs> what we're setting up is, is, is how do we determine false wisdom from true wisdom? There's all kinds of false wisdom in the world around us. Think of it like false news. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of true wisdom in the world around us because God is working. And God is, his word is alive. His spirit is alive. Mm -hmm. Jesus is alive. Right, And so there is absolute true wisdom in the world for us that God has made available to us in multiple ways. Right, Mm -hmm. So, um, But then there's tons and tons of false wisdom in the world. And so what we said was, is how do we know the difference? And in... um, in the book of James, James gives this amazingly practical piece of scripture. By the way, the whole book is ridiculously practical, but this amazingly piece of practical scripture that lets you grid and figure out really quickly whether something is false wisdom or true wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so bottom line, here's a bottom line. Um, false wisdom, he says, is three things. It's earthly, it's unspiritual, and it's demonic. Mm-hmm. The way we said that so you can understand it better is it is earthly means it's only focused on the here and now. So true mm-hmm. wisdom is only focused on the here and now. It is unspiritual. It means it is about your power, right? Or finite natural ability and power, mm-hmm. human power, um, not God's. And then it is um, uh, demonic, mm-hmm. which means that it is, um, uh, what was the word? Well, how was the phrase I used for that? You centered, right? You centered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you centered. Yeah. Because anything demonic, anything based on the enemy, uh, anything coming out of the enemy is always God's not at the center of anything. Let's don't put God at the center of anything. Let's put us. Right. And so that's false wisdom. False wisdom is anything in this world that is moving you towards, making you think towards, whatever. It being only about the here and now. It being about your power and your power alone. And it being you in the middle of it. Or yeah. people or people in the middle of it. Right? Not just yeah. necessarily you, but you know. People. People in the middle of people-centered, people-centered mm-hmm. human-centered, whatever it is, or even earth-centered, right? So something finite-centered instead of God-centered. And then what we said was, is well, then that gives us the juxtaposition of true wisdom would be then um, not earthly, it would be eternal. And mm-hmm. so it would be eternity-focused, that there's more than just here in the now, and true wisdom is going to always help us focus on the fact that it's not just now. And then we said, instead of it being unspiritual, it is Holy Spirit-led, which means it is based on um, God's power and not our power. Mm -hmm. And then the opposite of demonic, then, would mean that it is holy. And so that it is not you-centered, that's demonic, that's false. Mm -hmm. It is God-centered, that's holy. And so true wisdom is going to be... um, is going to be uh, uh, eternal, Mm -hmm. Holy Mm Spirit-led, 
and holy, right? True wisdom is going to be eternity focused on God's power and God at the center of it. Mm -hmm. False wisdom is going to be here and now, right now, today, and here, right? Here, right now, right there, and here. That sounds funny. (laughs) It's going to be right here, right now. Right. It's going to be you and your power, and it's going to be about you and you in the center. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? And I really like this. I keep thinking through this constantly. And so it forms this really good grid where you can constantly say, okay, this junk I'm hearing, whether it be from my political party, from my social media feed, from um, some book that I'm reading, some guru that I'm following, some influencer that I'm now watching, um, my favorite YouTube pontificator who likes to talk about junk that I like to follow, whatever it may be. Now I have a quick grid that comes from scripture that I can say, all right, hold up, that's false wisdom, right? And so if it if it fails at any of one of those three, so if you have this wisdom in your life and you're like, okay, it's definitely about it's definitely about the here and the now, and it fails that one, then it fails all of them, right? And so that's the whole point. So what we yeah. want to do now is we want to pick some from uh, modern culture, mm-hmm. and we want to just kind of say, okay. Is this one false wisdom or is it true wisdom? And by the way, we've only picked false wisdom ones, so right. that shouldn't you know. Right, it should be shouldn't easy. Surprise, it should be shouldn't easy, fail right? this test. Right. <laughs> All of these are going to fail. Yeah. Um, even though you might think that, well, no, that sounds pretty good on the surface. It might sound good. False right. wisdom always sounds good on the surface. Right. Why wouldn't it sound good on the surface? Right. right? It's like saying, okay, it wouldn't be so popular if it didn't sound good. It's you in the middle of it. Of course, it sounds right. good initially. Everything about me being the point sounds real good for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Until unless I'm going to, uh, until I start thinking about Jesus, (laughs) until I start thinking about my faith, until I start thinking about God. Of course, anything with me in the center of it about my own power, about me knocking out what I need to knock out today, right? Mm -hmm. Sounds great, and it sounds like it all. You know, anything with me being the point of the story. Sounds real good for a minute. False right. wisdom sounds real good for a minute. That's why you need some sort of grid to be able to put it through. And this scripture is incredible for that. It's James 3, 14 through 17, if you'll look at it later. Mm-hmm. We won't read it. We read it on the last one. But um, it's pretty cool. So let's jump yeah. into some of these that we want to talk through. Yes. Um, Chloe, which one are we doing today? Today we are talking about YOLO. YOLO. YOLO, you only live once. Mm-hmm. Now, Chloe was saying last night, you're like, this is a little older, like it's not said as much. Right. But the belief is still there, is yeah. what you were saying. Like, I don't ever hear anyone, like, me and my friends, I'll say it as a joke. It's like, a if joke. I'm going to do something stupid, I'll be like, well, YOLO. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people were more serious yeah. about it about a decade ago. Yes, they were like, super serious about it. And it was driving a lot of decision making for yeah. a lot of people. I'm pretty sure that I probably thought about it when I went skydiving a few years ago. I was probably like, YOLO. I can't believe you went skydiving. <laughs> just in life sooner rather than later. Chloe drives like, like my daughter says, Chloe drives like a grandma. All of and your yet kids she say jumped that. out of an airplane. Right? <laughs> All of your kids say that. All three of them. <laughs> That's because they heard it from Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> but but yet she jumped out of an airplane. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it's, it's a it's quite the conundrum. Yeah. So this idea of YOLO, you only live once. Um, this has been around for forever. I actually think you can root this phrase all the way back to the original initial lie from the enemy towards us. Right. Right. You know, did God really say you shouldn't eat that? 
Right. right. Come on. Are you really surely going to come on? You only got I me. Mean, you only got one life to live. You might as well live it. You might as well do it. Yeah. You might as well go get it. You know, that's right. idea and premise has been around forever. Yeah. But this term YOLO, I had a chance to look some of this up. So um, it got trademarked uh, officially in 1993. So 30 years ago. That is fascinating. Right? I did not hear about it. Because there was this guy who was a, I don't know what he was, but anyway, he started creating merchandise um, called the You Only Live Once brand. Hmm. And so it got trademarked there. But where it got ridiculously popular as a phrase, YOLO, was 10 years ago or so from Drake. The rapper Drake. No way. So he uses this phrase, uses it as a song. I don't know if the song's titled it or whatever it may be, but he ended up using this phrase YOLO, and that's where it like took off and became, you know, a viral thing where everybody was using the phrase YOLO. Right. So really nobody said YOLO until he said YOLO, but people have always said sort of you only live once. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. And of course we've been living this, I mean I don't know anybody who has not thought at certain times like I'm just well, I mean, you just got to risk it. You just got to go after it because right. you only live once. You just got to go get it. You got to take a chance. You got to take a risk. You got to, you know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, or you think back to people would even tell you this as a kid, and this is this is false wisdom that we probably gotten even from our parents, right? Well, you're only a teenager one time, you know, and of course that statement. And it is true. You are only a teenager for a period of time, right? You're not going to turn into a teenager at 50. Right. Um, but the premise behind it is, is, you know, take it while you can get it, do it while you can get it, because you're never going to have an opportunity to do that again. And yeah. So so here's the deal with YOLO. It If you put it through that grid that we just said, by the way, don't get mad at us if this doesn't work out well. We didn't say it. James said it. Right. And... Uh, uh, don't get mad at James because he said it because he happens to be Jesus's brother. Right. Right. And what's cool about him is that he was a complete, total cynic and skeptic and did not believe in this thing at all until Jesus resurrects. And he's like, oh, snap, it's true. Right. right? And so if you believe the testimony, like, you know how we talk about things? This is totally off subject. We'll get back to YOLO in a minute. <laughs> you know, like talk about things and we go, all right, how do I know I can trust the Bible. How do I know I can, you know, like I think through this stuff all the mm -hmm. time. I love to talk it, preach it. And I try to do it in a transparent way. So personally, I've thought this a lot. Like, right. how do I trust the accountability of the crucifixion resurrection as a historical event? And one of the things that you're always drawn back to is you must be drawn back to eyewitness accounts. Well, if I took every single eyewitness account, John, Peter, all these people, right? And then I mean, tons and tons of other folks. And they're all reputable. If I had to pick only one, only one eyewitness account that proved to Adam Cook that Jesus was legit, mm -hmm. that he was literally, like he, he was the son of God, it would be James. Mm -hmm. Because ain't nobody's brother going to say that their brother was the son of God, right? <laughs> and go right. through all this stuff. I mean, it's incredible if you read through it. Yeah. Um, unless it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen. And then they're definitely not going to give their life for it. Like, it'd be different if it's, you know, some king somewhere ruling the world and you can be rich because of it. Right. And so it's like, oh, yeah, well, of course, my brother. Like, it's not like J James said this and said, oh, yeah, he raised from the grave. I mean, we hit him and stuff, but we're, he raised from the grave because so, we got a massive book deal out of it. And now we're famous and rich. <laughs> right. right? None of that like happened. That. Yeah. They lose everything. He, they, I mean, it, you know, so the. 
that particular eyewitness account just to me just just proves it. Um, So regardless, if so, we're going to take this YOLO thing and throw it through this grid real fast. Mm -hmm. It fails, right? So so Chloe, how does how does YOLO fail? YOLO fails because it's you centered for sure. Like I mean, the whole premise of it is you centered. You only live once. Not not well. Yes, you only live once. You have this opportunity, but there are other people around you too. Right? I mean, it's literally all about you. Right. Right. I mean, every piece of it is about you. Right. You only live once, so do this, think this, go get this, mm-hmm. with disregard for any other person, not to mention God. Right. So it's totally you centered, and so if it's you centered, that means it's not God centered. Right. Right. It's also earthly. It's focused on the here and now. I mean, isn't it? That's the you whole only premise. Live of once. It. The only reason that people use that is so that they'll go and do things that if they could live twice, they might not do it right, right. now. In other words, you might be taken out. This might be it, right? Yeah. When you jump out of the plane, well, you only live once, <laughs> meaning, <laughs> meaning I might not make it through whatever it is that I'm about to do, right? right? I mean, that's the whole point. Right. So you got the you part at the beginning, but then this only one, you only live only once is yeah. definitely, definitely talking about your life in this world for yes. sure. Right. And then what's the third? Um, Earthly, unspiritual, all on your own power. Oh, yeah, yeah. So right. it's not spirit-led either. No, it's, I mean, the premise is, is you go do what you want. Right. Right? You go get it. You only mm-hmm. live, don't worry about what nobody else says. Right. Don't worry about what nobody else thinks, right? right? Go take it. Go take the risk. And then premise, like, like the, the, the overall premise of this, I think that you could, you can definitely find a way to accomplish, I think, what you really want to accomplish with this YOLO idea mm-hmm. in true wisdom, right? So, like, a, a different way to think through this on a true wisdom standpoint is God has given you this life. You don't know how long you have, right? Right. Not every day is not promised, right? Right. And so God and God has designed things for you to do personally, right? right? Part of his mission you are in. And you don't have much time to figure that out, right? And so mm-hmm. you have to kind of jump in and do what God has called you to do today, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ himself says tomorrow has enough worries of its own, enough problems of its own. Yeah. Um, you know, t- tomorrow's there. Today has enough problems of its mm-hmm. own is what Jesus says, right? right. That's an essentially a somewhat of a YOLO phrase, right? Right. But it's not you-centered. Right. It's not about your power, right? It's not just about this world. Right. And so I think that you can take, I only have this life to live here. Someday I'm going to stand account before God, so I want to use every day to the best of my ability. Right. Um, you know, there are things that God has designed me to do. I cannot do them outside of his power. So the things that I need to do and get done in this world that he's designed for me to do, I need him to lead me to do those things, right? Um, and And there is... This world is temporary, but not in a way. See, YOLO says this world is temporary. Doing this from a true wisdom standpoint would say this world is temporary because there is eternity, right? right? And so YOLO fails all three of these hands down by far, like completely on its own. Right. But the ideas behind those pieces that I think we want to grab onto as humans, there's true wisdom there in that for Mm -hmm. sure. Right, and that's what the enemy does. He counterfeits. He creates right. a fake version of it and says YOLO. Right, right. and throws this out there. I'm not saying Drake. People the enemy. use it as an excuse. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> he is some annoying, conspiracy but, uh, theorists out there listening to this podcast is like <gasps> right. Drake. <laughs> Drake, he's the bad guy. Right. Um. But what I was gonna say is like, 
if you're using it as an excuse to do whatever you want, like you're going to go do something you centered and just like live your life for yourself, like you're using it in the wrong way. But if you're looking at Yola and you're saying, I do only have one life to live. Yes. I, let me find what God has called me to do with right. my life and do that to the best of my ability. Let me glory and honor, right. honor him and, right. and glorify and honor him. And I can't do that without his help right. too. You know what I mean? Like, and I found this kind of has something to do with it, kind of doesn't, but I just want to share it. I found these notes from like the first Sunday I ever attended at Union. I had written notes in my phone from your message and it was talking about like, I think I had pinned it at the top of my notes because it was talking about like being in the will of God and stuff like that and like how we stress out about it. We're like, am I doing God's will? Am I yes, doing God's I'm will? Yeah, I'm glad you and, brought this up. Yeah. And um, you know you're doing God's will when you're loving God and you're loving others and you can do that in any context. You know, you can do that however God has called you to do it. Some people are working in a coffee shop and they're loving God and they're loving people. Some people are working in a church and they're loving God and they're yep. loving people. There's not like a specific, like, God has called you to go and do this specific job at this specific business. I mean, yes, yes and no. Sure, like he's not right. going to like write it in the sky. <laughs> but like you can do that in any context. So if you're YOLOing and you're loving God and loving people, then you're doing what God has I called agree. you to do. I yeah. Agree. That's been I, popping up for me lately. I remember so. when that where that thought came from when it happened cuz it's been years ago. Yeah. It was um, 2019, summer yeah. of 2019. Uh, Valerie came home one day so frustrated from a women's group or something and she was like Adam, I'm so tired of these women sitting around talking. You know, and she was talking to her husband. It was a safe right, place. Right. We weren't we weren't spilling the tea, right? We weren't right. gossiping. She was like of saying, you know, trying to find their ultimate purpose in life. And she's like, he laid it out there for you, right? You can know that you're in God's will on big on the big yeah. the big wheel, right? Yeah. And then he'll help you navigate the little individual pieces of yeah. that. But you can know you're in the big wheel because he lays it out there pretty easily, right? Right. If you're a Christ follower, you have you have a purpose. Right. Right. It is to glorify him, make much of him and make him known to others. Right. right? I mean you have a purpose. Yeah. And you can know that. And Jesus Jesus that's what he does. So you call this the great commandment. Mm-hmm. Right. When Jesus simplifies what it means to follow God, specifically when asked about the commandments, and he simplifies it down to you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, strength, right? Mm-hmm. And the second is like it, you love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. He sums the two of them up right there. Yeah. And so you can know you are in God's will if you are loving him and you are loving others. Mm-hmm. You can know. Right. And you can be on track. It's incredibly freeing to view it that way. Because if you're like me, I think about life and I'm like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? You know, what if God wants me to be somewhere else? Or what if I go somewhere else and God wants me to be here? You know, all these different thoughts coming around. You're like, if you have the capacity to love God and love other people, I mean, obviously, like, pray about it. Don't, like, go do something crazy. Because, like, I can love God and love people in this situation. Like, (laughs) I'm just going to go do that. Yeah. Like, use use, um, true wisdom. Yeah. True (laughs) wisdom. You, it's really freeing to think about it that way because it doesn't mean that like you have to be so afraid of like taking the wrong step all it. the time. Me too. You you like I think that what God wants us to do, He's like you can be in my ultimate will, right? All the time. Mm-hmm. Here's how you do it: love me, love others. Mm-hmm. Those two are linked. You can't do right. one without the other. Right. You and then there's that, like this. Right? Yeah, yeah. The right. ultimate will. Yes. And then the, yes. Yeah, you can I be an ultimate this. will, right? Right. And then the specific will of God, I will help you with that. Don't right. worry. Right. right. 
Holy Spirit is going to guide you. You're going to accidentally fall into all those is what it's going to feel like. You right. know what I mean? Like specific will. Yeah. Um, and the specific will changes over time, too. Ultimate will is what we want to be in. Specific right. will changes. I don't mean it changes. I mean, he he, does, he has those for different time periods and right. time frames, right? right? And so, like, for example, if I sat around right now and went, I'm only in God's will if I'm the pastor of Union Church. Well, what happens if he makes me do something different? Right. What happens if that was for a season? Right. Right. Then all of a sudden I am screwed. I am done. Right. right? I messed up. Right. You're out of God's will. Yeah. But see, I can be in God's ultimate will. And then his specific will for this specific time season in my life is this mm-hmm. being in God's ultimate will and keeping that mindset you just said helps you keep an eternity mindset. Mm-hmm. It helps you stay God centered mm-hmm. and it helps you say, I'm going to be led by God's power. Right. Mm-hmm. And that and that's the real opposite true wisdom of this YOLO thing. Yeah, I, I I still think that as we go through all of these, there's an original root to this false wisdom that is true, right? But the enemy distorts it and creates a counterfeit version of it, and then we buy the YOLO when really what we're seeking is the true wisdom that that thing was based on to begin with, right? Yeah. You know, and that's really what's happening, right? Yeah. I mean, that concept of you only live once, I mean, it, it its root is a, is, a, is a correct true wisdom concept, yeah. right? But we turn it into all about us, all our own power, yes. and all we got's today, baby, all we got's mm-hmm. this week, all we got's this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to, you know, think about all the songs that talk about Live like you're young. You know what I mean? You remember mm-hmm. that song? This mm-hmm. is going to really get weird. You really get weird. You remember that? I don't know what this one was. Do you remember that song? Oh my gosh, I got to sing. <laughs> Tonight. Yes, We Are Young by Fun. We, there we yeah. go. Right, right. We are young. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so let's, let's set the world on fire. Right. I'm talking about yeah. right, right. Burn brighter than the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, Olivia sang this at her first little. Um, uh, singing competition thing, beta thingy, mm-hmm. and killed it is Chandelier by, by Sia. Sia. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah. Um, and, and especially the uh, acoustic piano version is incredible. I, I really, I truly like that song. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of that song, right? Right. We're going to roll in, we're going to swing from the chandelier mm-hmm. like this is the last day we're ever going to live, right? We're just going to go all <laughs> at it. Right. <laughs> I mean, if if that is the focus, all we got today, all we got tomorrow, right. that's false wisdom per James. Right. And that is a sad life. Yeah. It is a sad life to think that all we have is right at this moment. Right. It's not true. First off, there's total disregard to the past moments. Right. I mean, yeah. and that's total disregard to a future. Right. right. A future here, a future in the world. And, and and you know that it flies in the face of what the gut of human beings say, because mm-hmm. the gut of all human beings is thinking all the time, what's after this world? Right. Mm-hmm. What's next? And so, you know, if there's this yearning in virtually every soul I've ever met to what is happens after we die. Yeah. Then that should tell you right there that focusing in on just today is probably false wisdom because there's this yearning and pull of the whole human heart and soul right. to something bigger and longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something yeah. eternal. Yes. Right. It's like there's two sides of it. Like the side of YOLO where you're like, I only live once. I only have today. I'm going to do a bunch of crazy things, do whatever I want and not think about tomorrow. You will make a lot of stupid and dis- yes. unwise decisions that you will regret. But if you're looking at it as like, 
right now I only have this moment, I only have this time, how can I make the most of it for the kingdom? Then you're doing it right. But the other way, you're not doing it wrong. Like, I mean, you are doing it wrong the other way. You're not doing it wrong. Like, if you look at it through the perspective of like, in this life, not in, you know, not when we're in heaven and everything, but in this life, you know, I only have this moment. How can I make the most of it and glorify God in this or whatever? Then like, that's that's eternity focus. But if you're just like, I just want to do whatever I want and do something crazy. (laughs) Right, right. That's wrong. (laughs) But the thing about that is, is, is I guarantee you, you'll know that this was false because if you think about what happens the next day, so if you roll into, let's say you're Sia and you're swinging from the chandelier, or you're them people about to that I butchered their song right. about to burn up the night like they're the sun. Right. What happens when you actually do wake up tomorrow? Right. Right. And you do you're it again. Wasted, hungover, and your chandelier's hanging on the ground, and you're gonna burn up the city. <laughs> right. right. You know what I mean? You're right. like, crap. You committed arson. And <laughs> crap. We didn't die. There yeah. is another day. Right. Now we now we are hungover, and we're and everything's and broke. we're miserable. Yeah. Right. Right. We have no money. Right. <laughs> That happens when you actually wake up tomorrow. Yeah. Or that whole idea of, you know, you, you wake up in eternity. Yeah. Right. And then you're like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Right. Mm-hmm. I just wasted that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think that we have all had nights, I'm sure, especially when we were younger, where we were like, let's just do it and, mm-hmm. and you know, literally like to hell with it and right. we'll see what happens. And then we wake up the next day full of regret. Yeah. Look. Miserable feeling. I think that every pastor that I know, I think if they could tell people the stuff that they hear in their office from people, Mm. we would do things very differently. Because I cannot tell you how many countless, I'm talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people over the years that have sat in my office and said, if I could go back. I regret, Mm. I shouldn't have, I wish I would have. And so many of those things come from, like the decision-making that happened was based in this false wisdom of it's only about me. I got to do what makes me happy. And it's in the moment. It's momentary. I just got to do these things. And then they end up going, man, if I would have had a bigger picture view, you know, if I'd have known what this was going to do to my wife and kids, if I'd have known that this was going to going down this road was going to turn me into this, or right. you know, I mean, it, it's a massive amount of regret. And yeah. so, f- true wisdom does not lead you to regret. Right. Yeah. False That's wisdom a good way to think always leads you to regret. True wisdom does not lead you to it does not i heard this quote one time i'm probably about to butcher it but it was along those same lines of like if you're in a moment where you're about to make a decision you're like i have no idea if this is a good decision or a bad decision take a second and think about how will i feel about this decision tomorrow afternoon Mm -hmm. how will i feel about this decision a week from now a year from now you know like think about it long term don't think about it like this would be really nice in this moment to fill in the blank you know Oh yeah, yeah. It don't just think about it long term because all of your decisions are at the end of the day they're long term decisions. <laughs> I've said this on the podcast. I don't know how many times I've said it on stage a bunch when I preach. I've said it to our staff. I want to quit every Monday morning. <laughs> like every Monday morning, I want to go. I can do something else. Right. You know what I mean? Like because there's a, there's a bit of a holy hangover for people in ministry and pastors in particular on Monday mornings, yeah. right? Um, and I want to, I want to quit every single Monday morning. Yeah. And if I did, there would be a, ma- like there would be a massive amount of regret. So what mm-hmm. I end up doing is exactly what you said. Now, when I say I want to quit every Monday morning, I'm, I'm serious. Like right. 
I'm not just making some funny joke right now. Right. I'm seriously some you know on most Monday mornings I'm going contemplating. You know, most Monday mornings I'm going. Well, I could do this or I could do that. Or you're looking at available. Is this worth it? Is this worth it? Is it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what makes me not do that is going what you just said. Going. That would be giving up on what God said. I know God has called me to do this right now. He's not telling me to quit. What would that do for my wife? What would that do for my kids? What would that do for the church? Will I regret this in a couple of weeks, in a couple mm-hmm. of months, in a couple of, you know what I'm saying? Right. Those kind of things help you not do yeah. that. So Yeah. Don't make any rash decisions yeah. when you look at it that way. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I think the point of that is, the point of what you just said is, don't so quickly buy into the false wisdom. Yeah. Churn through it mm-hmm. to get to the true wisdom. That's what yeah. James is talking about. He gives you yeah. this grid to say, don't just buy this stuff. Don't just go, yep, sounds good. Ring me up five of those. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Put it through the filter for a second. Is this true wisdom? Is this of God? That's always a good pause for us. It is always a godly pause for us to say, hold on. Let me make sure that this is true and not false, that this is godly and not demonic, that this is eternal and not earthly. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like, like this is, this is, this is Holy Spirit led, not unspiritual. You know, if we're going to lean one direction, let's lean towards the true wisdom and not to the false wisdom. So YOLO failed, but I hope what you heard us say in our crazy way that we do it is that in the premise, there's some true wisdom rooted there. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you'll take time to throw the false wisdom through the through the grid of James three fourteen through seventeen, um, you can in, end up with what is really the true wisdom behind it. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, I liked it. Me too. True wisdom does not best best line of the day, other than me singing. True wisdom does not lead to regret. Yeah. False wisdom Somebody often leads down. to regret. Write that tattoo down. that one on your forehead. Tattoo it. Tweet it. Make sure you tattoo it on your forehead backwards, though, so you can read it in the mirror. When I was in mission school, every <laughs> time someone would say something really good, our school leader would get up in front of everybody and be like, tattoo that one on your forehead. And then he'd run out of but, space on the forehead to be like, tattoo that one on your forearm. <laughs> and like we would just like go through all that and tattoo that one on your shoulder. Like, <laughs> I said that, too. When I was a youth pastor, I said that to a kid one time, and um then turned around and kept, you know, we were teaching or something. I don't yeah. know what it was. Turned around looking at the dude had taken a dry erase marker and wrote it across his forehead. <laughs> but it was backwards. So, of oh, course, you know what I'm saying? So, so you had to wipe it off and try yeah, again. It worked. Oh, well, thank you guys so much for joining us today on this episode of the podcast. I was really encouraged by it. We hope you have been encouraged by it, too. Um, we'll be back next week with our next little false wisdom tidbit and why it is false. We're going to hold it up against that scripture. Absolutely. And see. and we're not going to just throw Drake out and never right. listen to anything he has right. to say because we're creating an echo chamber because he said YOLO. Right. We're not doing that. We so, love him. Yeah. I don't actually know anything don't about mean, him. I don't even know if I can right. say I love him, but like some of his music I do like. So. Yeah, so, anyway. <laughs> anyway, have a great week. <laughs> we'll you. be back next week with another episode from this series. We'll talk to you then. See you. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.